Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version. Fuck one. you. This year is Chop, Gator, Chris, Blake. All right, what you got in that box? <coughs> Air. I got a good one for us this week. Oh joy. Yep. So I. Uh, you know, went all out last week and got us a really quality bottle, so I thought this week, you know, why not mix it up and get one off the same shelf? Hell yeah. So this Whoa. week we're drinking Black Velvet. So I'm the cocksucker of the week, aren't I? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Prime Canadian whiskey. Pretty sure I was supposed to bring Dickel for this week. <laughs> yeah, we're drinking Black Velvet blended Canadian whiskey. While I pour those up, chop, what you know? Uh, <clears throat> so... Here, wait, wait. Let's get the pop. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, so we don't we don't really talk about our work here, and I, and I intend to not do that and kind of keep that trend going. Uh, mm-hmm. But how do you guys feel about unions? Onions? Unions. I don't like them. Like uh, civil union? Sure. Like I don't know. That's a deep topic, man. So imagine like steelworkers unions. Yeah. yeah. So the the reason I'm asking Chicken is Factory because, Union. Uh Seattle now has a drug users union and I feel like that's one I can actually get behind. How does that work? <coughs> you know, I'm not entirely sure. You're just in the union and they just give you money. Drug users unite. Yeah. I feel like there's certain there's certain drugs that are gonna lend themselves well to this. Yeah. So so like you know, Adderall and Speed, like that union, mm-hmm. those people are motivated. Like they're gonna, they're gonna get together and they're gonna do some shit. Mm-hmm. May not have very much direction, but it, it'll have uh, velocity. You know? Yeah. yeah is yeah. it split? Is there like a? Is there an uppers union and then like a downers union? Yeah, dude. The heroin union is gonna be pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, not much will get done there. <laughs> Quite yeah. sleepy. Yeah. It's, uh, those aren't the most exciting meetings, from what I hear. Uh, what about like? A hallucinogen union. Oh, that would be a, that would be, be fun. creative. <laughs> be They're fun. gonna have some way out there marketing. Public gardening on Salvia, yeah. They will solve all the world's problems, but nobody will remember it when they come down, so it won't matter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like. All right, so being serious, like what? What's the goal? I, I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, what are they? Fair wages for a drug use? No, the only thing I can see is like if they're trying to protest, like. Uh, drug tests or something like that at the workplace they're like fuck you but most places that matter they don't fucking drug test you you know what i mean yeah true at least when you're in, when you're in seattle like maybe uh, they're just trying to like get drugs for the the underprivileged you know like they're trying to make sure that every uh, woman and child has you know all the drugs they need or maybe they're on strike for like equal opportunity drug use so like if this guy can smoke and still have a job and if this guy can drink and still have a job why can't i do heroin and still have a job (laughs) you know which pretty much you know i feel like that'll settle itself (laughs) well you can't do heroin and have a job because you fall asleep at the fucking wheel (laughs) with a forklift every time that's why that's why you need a union to back you up though so they can't fire you yeah for nodding off when you're driving the 18 wheeler exactly if you want to get real very real about it though like most of the workforce today, at least in America, is on fucking speed. They're all taking Adderall and Ritalin and shit. True. Yeah. So they don't need a union. Right. Yeah. They've already they've already unionized and conquered. 
Yeah, and I feel like the cocaine users don't really need a union either. I feel like it's just the uh, the weed smokers. And no, because they're legalizing in Seattle, so that's yeah. not even that. So who who the fuck are these people? Heroin. It's gotta be heroin. <laughs> <clears throat> heroin and hallucinogens. Yeah, it's probably the homeless population. Why can't I take Why can't I take acid and do my job? And it's like because you work at a fucking daycare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might be fun for both parties. You never know. Shit, the kids would have a blast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> my teacher's so fucked up. <laughs> All right, let's take a shot. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> you fucker. You're fucking me right now. You got long arms, you <sighs> bitch. He likes to do this thing where he pours the shots on his side of the table, which is across from me, and then set it down on his side of the table, so I have to cr- climb over all the production equipment. And on the other side of that coin, every time <laughs> you take a shot, you put it on the other side of the computer, so I have to stand up and reach over the computer to grab your shot glass to pour the next shot. Yeah. So... Ouch. Yeah, so, fuck you. So we're both the cocksucker of the week. I'm just going to sit over here and play the world's smallest violin for y'all sorry ass. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, you have to reach across the table for your shot glass? Yeah, that's uh, that's Black Velvet. So I had a really <laughs> shitty experience with Black Velvet recently. Um, you might recall I was in uh, Miami recently and <clears throat> for whatever reason decided I was going to buy the cheapest bottle of whiskey I could in the nicest hotel I've been in in a while. Uh so I got a bottle of black velvet and wow. That yeah, was... you can get pretty drunk off of it, I think. Yeah, not even so much that. Like I didn't even end up drinking that much of it cuz it's horrible, cuz it's awful. Uh, but wow, that hangover. Yeah. We're going to have to drink something good next week cuz we've really drank some bottom shelf shit this last couple of weeks. Yeah, I know y'all are going to do that cuz I'm going to be gone again. <laughs> so y'all drink the top shelf top shelf shit. Well, I'm not here. Yeah, more for us, man. But we did go on a tear there for a little while where we were drinking mid to top shelf every week for like six weeks straight. Yeah. So. I, I wouldn't mind doing that again. You know, keep it classy. Yeah. Pick it up a notch. Ride the wave. Classy with the Kate. So I got a new, I got a new knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a pocket knife. It's an actual like fixed blade knife. Oh, a knife. Yeah. That goes in a, in a sheath. Mm-hmm. But it's only like... A sheath? It's only like two inches long. And the knife is only like two and a quarter inches long. You know? Uh, Very small condoms. It it fits in the palm of your hand barely. Sheep. So it's it's actually functional. <laughs> Dude. It's actually functional like a pocket knife would be, but it goes it doesn't go in a pocket. It's like, anyway. how, it's like a prosthetic off, knife. How so often do you sheath your two and a quarter? Oh, every time I'm done using it. <laughs> when do you, how often do you unsheath After it? you're done using it? Yeah, yeah. As soon as I'm done using it, I sheath it. Hmm. Uh, and, dude, it's it's actually functional. I don't know. I think it's something about a fixed blade. It, people are like, why would you carry a fixed blade knife? And it's like, well, but it's a little tiny one, yeah. you know? Is it for work or for pleasure? Both. Hmm. Just like any, you know, any good knife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a knife. <clears throat> Uh, but no, where I was going with it, it, it's cool. It's it's a cool little knife. Um, but where I was going with that is I feel like whether it's fixed blade or not, every man should carry a pocket knife. Yeah, yeah. Truth. I got at least two knives on me right yeah, now. For sure. So. Yeah, I got a Gerber and a Buck on me. Can we talk about why, things. though? Because uh, I feel like some people think, oh, you care. 
it, first of all, anyone that carries a knife for protection is a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, that's not why you carry a knife. Because if you pull a knife on somebody that's, like, attacking you, you're going to get stabbed. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, dude, stupid. The the knife that I typically carry, I carry a, a Leatherman, and it's the smallest Leatherman that's still a pair of pliers, not, like, a pair of scissors or nail clippers or something. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, and I... I absolutely keep a knife for protection, and I strongly disagree that that's bullshit. Oh, no. No. You pull a knife in a fight, you're going to get cut. Yeah. Check it out. So, I've got a knife that I carry mostly for work and opening boxes and quick things that, you know, I need yeah. it for. That's in my front pocket. I also carry, <laughs> carry one. a Bowie knife in my boot. <laughs> now I carry a little tiny buck knife in my back pocket. And if you ask me, this one is for protection. Because if I'm ever in the situation where I lose the fight and I'm on the ground and get my ass kicked, it's small and concealed enough to where I can probably get it out and get some damage done enough to where they'll get the fuck off me. Mm. This only qualifies for incidences that don't involve guns, but I also don't trust myself enough to carry a gun because then I will go to prison. Yeah, but are you going to pull a knife on someone? And threaten them? Like, no. wield it? No. So why would you not? Why would you pull a gun on someone and threaten them with it? Uh, I wouldn't threaten them with it. I would shoot them. <laughs> but, okay, so would you pull your knife on someone and stab them? Possibly, but it's a lot less threatening. I could do a lot less damage. I'm a lot less likely to kill somebody with a knife than I am with a gun. Uh, I I don't know. If you, dude, if you carry a knife for protection, it's, it's not going to work. Like, carry a knife in your boots. Uh, and then just the fact of, like... First of all, you can carry a gun. Second of all, if you're like, oh, no, if I ever get tied up and I you know, need to escape, I can you know, wiggle my knife out of my boot and untie. Yeah, you're, so you're I was better off carrying a gum shield, you know what I mean? Like, how I often, was, how I often was, do you get tied up? <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're tying me up and they got me hogtied and I can still reach my knife. I'm also trying to account for the fact that, no, I can't carry a gun technically due to some poor decisions I've made previously in my life. If I carry a gun and get caught with it, I'm also going to prison, even if I didn't wield it or use it. I do like that your your knife that you're showing is small enough that it's like it's it's only going to be useful for what you're talking about. It's going to get someone to fuck off. Yeah, you're probably not even going to kill them with that. No, but if I'm losing a fight, it'll get them the fuck off me. <laughs> They're going to want to not be right there anymore. Yeah, uh, it'll be highly uncomfortable to get stuck a bunch of times with this. You know, similar to realistically like though, blade. like you're not gonna. You don't carry a knife for protection. No, you carry because, it for utility. Because, like, a knife, it's... What, what I don't want, what I'm trying to discourage, is for people to see a knife and be like, oh, he carries a knife, he's... You know, what? what's that flex about? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm not flexing. It would be like if I was carrying a little, like, open-ended wrench in my pocket. See, at this point, though, in this day and age, I don't think anybody thinks that carrying a knife is flexing. Like, aren't we past this by now? Like, can't they just quit taking them at the airport, even? This is ridiculous. Unless it's a Bowie knife. Then you're flexing. Or a box cutter. Or machete. Ah, uh, <laughs> dude, my little... The, the knife that you just showed is definitely better than my little pocket... Um, that little Leatherman. It's got, like, the dinkiest little blade. But if you need to open boxes, if you need to open mail, if you need to... Pick your nails. Like, cut or... a rope or, you know... Like, dude, it's got a lot of a lot of utility. Cut and it's rope. got a little pair of pliers, you know, that I can use for stuff. I actually do use. Stratifier. Uh, I was just moving, and I use my knife 
a lot for that. And mm-hmm. I just <clears throat> happened to have it on me when I needed it. And Stabbing it people? Nice, yeah. Trying to steal your stuff? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Stab the U-Haul lady? <laughs> so, I don't know. I just feel like every dude should carry a pocket knife, even if it's just a little one. At least one. At yeah. least one. That's one of my favorite scenes in uh, the old Batman movie. It's when Joker gets arrested, and they're, like, booking him. And, like, everywhere they touch, they grab a different knife, and he's got, like, 25 <laughs> knives laid out on the table. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, you know, you know when there's, like, a group of people, and they're like, hey, does anyone have a pocket knife? And there's a bunch of dudes. Inevitably, there's a bunch of people, not even just dudes, but people in the room that are like, oh, no, I don't. And then there's always one motherfucker that does, and he's the cool guy. He's the coolest guy in the room in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, especially around, like, Christmas time and shit. Uh-huh. Opening yeah. toys, dude. Mm-hmm. You gotta have a little pocket knife. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If if you don't carry a knife any other time, carry one for a birthday or Christmas like that. Come on. Everybody needs a knife that day. Yep, for sure. Yeah. I carry a knife every day. Also, I'm kind of questioning the people you're hanging out with because oftentimes <laughs> when I'm in a room with a bunch of people and somebody needs a knife, there's like seven people that are like, "I got a knife." Well, and I would even go so far as to say that I feel like when people see a gun, they should. Not be like, oh my god, he's he's flexing. No, that's not that's not what it's about. Problem is, you get all these John Wayne motherfuckers that want to carry a like a three fifty seven or a fucking forty five, you know, Colt forty five in nineteen eleven or something. And it's like, dude, put that shit away. Like you're being you're being ridiculous. So one three fifty seven might be my favorite handgun. Yeah, it's dope. It's cool, but it's not an everyday carry. Why not? Because that's not you're not dirty Harry. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can get a three fifty seven six inch barrel. It's not ridiculous. Yeah, but you can also get a thirty eight that's not going to kick as much, especially if it's that small and you're going to drop it. And they make guns that are a lot more concealable, and they make guns that uh, it's not going to kick that much, but you got to shoot it more times. Three fifty seven, you shoot once. If you hit anything, it's flying four feet backwards. Uh, everybody knows you shoot it until it goes click, and the more bullets you have, the better. And a three fifty seven is not going to have that many bullets. Seven. <laughs> I like 357s. I like 45s too. For for shooting a gun, yeah, it's fun. It's cool. But it's I don't know. It's not it's what? not even concealable. Like you it's know, this giant fucking You do realize that like the 357 was a standard police issue gun for like most of history. A 38. Mm. It's yeah. 357. It was a 357. Uh, I got a yeah. My 357 only carries five rounds. That would be dumb to carry that around. Dang, yeah. The one I had carried held seven. Missed five times. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) God damn it. That sounds like Blake's strategy. Yeah. I I just don't want people to see a knife especially. Like, okay, maybe a gun isn't a tool because I don't really use it that often. Dude, I use a knife every day. Every day for something, you know? Yeah. So, uh, Use the gun far less often. Far less. (laughs) I only use that, like, once a week. I only know that thing about cops carrying 357s because my dad was a cop, and that was a standard-issue pistol. Yeah, I know, I know a cop that carried a 357, but they also carried 9mm, I think, at the same time. And the 38 Special See, was way more common back in the day. Than my before. dad transitioned. He had the 357 when he joined the force, and that's what he carried, and that was a standard-issue pistol that he actually got from the police department. And then he switched to a 9mm later on. Which is way more practical. Mm-hmm. Nine millimeters is like shooting a pellet gun, just louder. It doesn't kick at all. Those things. It's fun to shoot, though. Yeah, 
you can unload a clip in tight grouping pretty easily with those. So I got something else new this week, Uh-oh. and I didn't even mean to. Uh, I was buying jeans. I picked out two pairs that I thought looked good. You know, brought them home and tried the first pair on, whatever, wore them for a day or two, and, you know, took them off, got rid of them or washed them or whatever. Next time, I put on the new other new pair of jeans, and, dude, they're fucking stretchy. Yeah, they're stretchy dude. jeans. <clears throat> I've been on this kick for a minute, and I actually just bought new jeans this week too, so I can, I can look. Yeah, dude, yeah. look at that. That's mm-hmm. kind of crazy, man. Welcome to 2015, but, bro. But what's <laughs> wild is I didn't buy them because they were stretchy. If anything, I'm buying I'm buying smaller jeans right now, not yeah. bigger jeans. Yeah. So I bought them because I thought they were good. Like uh, I was like, oh, those jeans look good. Those are good jeans. And dude, they're not even fucking jeans. These are like pajama pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're I so could, fucking comfy. I could sleep in these. Like, yeah. dude, stretch jeans are where it's at. I don't like as far as like they're not going to hold up as well. I'm I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, not. but that's what I was worried about. I was like, I hope these <clears throat> hold up like jeans do. They still hold up pretty well, and they're so fucking comfortable. It's like uh, it's kind of like the the whole underwear thing. Like once you go there, you just can't go back. It doesn't matter like how expensive it is or whatever. Like you know what I mean. I mean, to me, jeans are pretty comfortable, but but stretchy jeans are like more comfortable. Something else, yeah, mm-hmm. way more comfortable. Dude, I my weight swings quite a bit. Like, it's not uncommon for my weight to swing five to ten pounds in a day, even. You know, like I'll start out in the morning and my jeans will barely fit, and at the end of the day, they're fucking falling off. You know, yeah. Even with the belt on, and I, you know, keep the belt at the same level, so you can't give like the oh well, the jeans just stretched out because belting that leather ain't stretching. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But then also, just like over time in certain seasons, I put on more weight. Like in the winter, I tend to put on 15, 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. In the winter, I lose it. So the stretchy jeans are fucking great for me because I have to buy jeans a lot less. Yeah, I don't even, I haven't even really noticed that the waist stretches. I'm sure it does if every other piece stretches, but it just blows my mind. Like when I put my hand in my pocket and like the pocket stretches. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, look at all, I could fit like a. You could fit a fucking whiskey bottle yeah. in this. Mm-hmm. They just, they wear out, man. You've holes. seen mine with the holes in the knees. Oh, those are stretchy? Yeah. You just do enough in them and they'll just uh. rip. I've had like the pants, like the, the butts rip out in them, the crotches and shit. I, so, <laughs> yes. the reason Dad. I just bought new jeans is because one of my pairs of jeans that were stretchy, I blew the, uh, like, one So, of I'm the, the last guy to, like, to yeah, realize this, lines, to figure this out? Uh-huh. These lines right here, <laughs> they'll just fucking. Yeah. So, like, I blew out one of the, like, pocket lines and then I ended up blowing the crotch out, which was the, the nail on the coffin. But yeah. uh, but to be fair, I had those jeans for I don't know four years. Yeah, and the more you wash them, the more worn out they get. How have I? How am I just getting onto this bandwagon? I don't know. You're still sticking your wiener in a pocket in your underwear, <laughs> dude. I don't know. That <laughs> might clue you in. No, that's that's I'm, I'm a fucking high IQ move right there. That's next level. This is these stretchy jeans. Apparently, though. I'm a job. It's I'm four or five up. years I've been on this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> now that actually brought up another topic that I want to touch on. Where did, uh, Where did it what? touch you, Chuck? Stretchy shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was on this stretchy sock game. Uh, no, I want to ask about what uh, what company. What do you mean? What brand? What, what kind oh, of these are Levi's. Are yeah. 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 Dude, I had I- switched to Levi's. I was doing Wranglers for a long time, and they fall apart, bro. Mm-hmm. They just fucking fall apart. The seams start coming undone. They fucking the bottoms get all tattered. So everybody's on the Levi game, dude. Yeah. I I picked these jeans because so I wear Levi's and uh, 
I picked the jeans because they were Levi's and I thought they looked nice. Like I, there was an, I did not even know they were stretchy until I got them home. I think all jeans now are stretchy unless you're paying like two hundred dollars for a real denim. You know? Wranglers, Wranglers is where I started with the stretchy jeans. That's yeah. where I found it first, and then when I switched to Levi's, it, I just right. noticed automatically they were stretchy. <clears throat> so, uh, a little bit earlier, we, so before every show, we do a kind of a, a warm up where we make something up or play a game to just kind of like bullshit and get in the get in the zone where we can talk and get ready for the podcast earlier the one that we were doing was talking about cringy moments right so i didn't really have anything at the time i couldn't think but uh i got one now and it's related to this topic so the reason i found out about stretchy jeans was uh there was a time where my jeans blew out and i ended up wearing a pair of my mom's jeans and i wore that pair of jeans for like five years after that (laughs) i stole a pair of my mom's jeans and just wore those and so it turns out girls have had stretchy jeans forever. Yeah, a like lot that's, longer that's, than we have. That's been the standard for women's jeans forever. So I found out about stretchy jeans and was like, holy fucking shit, why are guys' jeans not doing this? And then Levi came out with the, I think it's the 510s or 511s, something like that, uh, that were stretchy men's jeans. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, this is my shit right now. And bought like three pairs as soon as they came out. And... That's been my shit ever since then. I guess so. Maybe what it is is uh, I've I, like I've worn the same jeans. I've had the same jeans for for years at this point. And but see, I've bought jeans in the last five years. But I, I guess five years ago or two years ago when I bought my last pair of jeans, uh, I could still buy leave or denim jeans, mm-hmm. and I did. And so anyway, I think now Gator's probably right. They're like the majority of them are stretchy mm-hmm. and I just like was forced into buying them almost. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like smartphones, dude. Like you can't get a flip phone anymore, but you I wish that I had figured this yes, out can. a long time ago. The razor just released. Yeah. But that's like refreshed. You know what I mean? For a long time, you just had to get a smartphone. Yeah. You couldn't get like just a regular phone. They're like, Nope, this is a new thing and, and you're stuck with it. And if chicks, this is a thing that evolved from the chick jeans world. Um, dude, the the chick the dude jeans that have the patterns on the butt, mm-hmm. I've been so against this ever since it happened. Mm-hmm. But the chick jeans that are if they had jeans that were stretchy and we're just now getting them, dude, I'm like this is sexist. Like we should have had this shit at the same time because <laughs> yeah. this shit's good. I'm I'm all for it. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about with the patterns on the butt, like on the the pockets. They got weird yeah. stuff, like the thick seams and almost like a tribal tattoo on their ass. I think that's okay for girls. Yeah, that's just right. kind of weird. It's like a yeah. nice decoration, you know what I mean? So, I'm kind of on the this weird spot now. So the the couple pairs of jeans that I just bought, uh, I I needed jeans that day because I was in the process of moving, so all my clothes were packed up, and I blew the fucking crotch out of my jeans that I was using. So I was like, "Fuck, I need jeans." And out of your mom's <laughs> jeans? Yeah, that you were using. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Target. Because it was listed as they had Levi's, right? And it was close, and I was like, all right, I'll go here, buy a couple pairs of jeans, get the fuck out of here. Turns out Target has Levi Denizen, I think is what it's called. I don't know what that means. It's like it's Target fuck- brand it- specific made by Levi jeans. It's fuckboy Levi's. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, still, I still got them. You don't want not Levi's. Like, you want... Really, you know? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, come on. 
Come on. They're still made by Levi. Yeah. I bought these at Kohl's, and I think they're, I think they're legit Levi's. Yeah, I think Kohl's has straight Levi. Yeah, but they do. That's what like there was even a thing that was like, hey, if you're looking for Levi fucking five eleven or five five ten five eleven five twelve, then you want this fucking Denizen two eighty two or whatever. Mm. Yeah, that sucks. Um, just word to the wise for those Levi's wearers out there. Walmart carries Levi's, the real ones, the stretchy ones, without the fuckboy art on the back of them, and uh, they're 20 bucks a pair. Hell yeah. See, I can't believe that those are real Levi's then. That's where I got these. They're real Levi's. I could show you the seam. They're actually the same Levi's that they sell at fucking Kohl's, because I was in Kohl's not that long ago and saw them, and they were on clearance for two pairs for 20 or buy one pair, get the other one half off, and it worked out to $20 a pair, basically. I don't know, man. I bought some. I bought some Levi's from somewhere that had the Levi's tag on them and everything, and they just didn't last. Like they weren't as thick. They didn't, you know, they didn't work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always leery about like super cheap jeans. Yeah, yeah, but you pay for them, man. But I've also gotten a pair of super cheap jeans that lasted years. But I know that I've also gotten bad ones. So I just, I just question it. I don't know. I feel like at Kohl's, I, I know what I'm getting. And at Walmart, I might. <laughs> it's a little bit questionable. Yeah. It is, man. Walmart's Getting those Walmart products. I've been on the Walmart game for a while because they had the Wranglers, and those did fall apart. Maybe that's how I fucked up. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I got yeah. Wranglers. They also have Levi's now. They have the Wranglers and the Levi's, and uh, the Levi's are also 20 bucks. And they're solid. Like I said, I've been wearing them for years now. Huh. I have to check that out. I got, you got the stretchy ones. Yeah, the stretchy <laughs> ones and uh, the two different. I got the two different styles: the relaxed and the athletic. The athletic are more tapered, so you can wear them with tennis shoes. Ooh. The relaxed are the ones that I'm wearing like tonight. You can wear with boots. Mm-hmm. When you're yeah. I need the husky. <laughs> <laughs> you remember husky? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It means you're a fat kid. <laughs> I always related it to a dog, and I was like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I would almost buy husky jeans just because I like huskies. Well, back in the day, husky jeans were like kind of the style too. I think. Yeah, everybody was sagging. That was Jinkos and Sutters. <laughs> Sutters, man. Remember the Sutters? I loved my Sutters, man. I guess while we're kind of on the topic, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it rolling on a similar trend. What's your wearing uh, girls' clothes? Your mom's clothes? <laughs> yeah. What are your uh, what are your everyday kicks? What's your I'm fucking stomping around in this every day. Boots, dude. So cowboy boots a lot. I I alternate though between cowboy boots and chucks. Mine are work boots. And I don't know why I have, I work in an office now, but I still wear work boots every day. Things have like changed in the corporate world, and now you can wear like really nice clothes and chucks and get away with it just fine. Mm-hmm. And I figured that out and was like, yeah, I'm just going to rock chucks. Because they also fit. Like, you can wear them with jeans and fucking other clothes, too. For sure. I rock chucks all the time. And part of that is because I got the black-on-black chucks. And so uh, part of my job, I have to wear show blacks. Uh, meaning, you know, like st- like a stagehand or something like that would. Where, you know, you wear solid black. You know, black t-shirt, black pants, black shoes. Uh, so I got the black on black chucks, black shoes, black laces, and I can wear them with jeans to like a workplace. I can wear them casually and I can wear them for work. Yeah. I like chucks. I'm actually wearing, look, my shirt. It says chucks shirt. Nice. I'm wearing a Converse shirt right now too. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I just like easy shoes, man. I don't know. Like, I'm in an office, too, so I don't have to wear anything fancy. It's just... If I'm wearing jeans, I'm wearing boots. These are cat Caterpillar boots. But, I mean, I don't know. I've got dressier boots that I wear, like, if I need to, but I typically don't. When I have, like, regular athletic tennis shoes, I tend to fuck them up real bad, you know? Yeah. Um. So I refuse to spend a lot of money on fucking tennis shoes, man. Dude, there was, like, a solid 10 years where I didn't wear anything but skate shoes. Like, audio, DC, DVS... Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like the heel in boots. You know what I mean? It's like too much. So we have a sports store here in the Austin area, kind of located. I think it's only in a few places, so it's not maybe nationwide. Um, called Academy, um, where people go to get like you know outdoor stuff or sports yeah. equipment. I think or, it's pretty nationwide. Or shoes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Dicks, but different. Yeah. So they have a they have a knockoff brand called BCG, and they sell tennis shoes that look like pretty nice tennis shoes they're fucking 20 bucks a pair and i figured out a long time ago i can go get two pair of tennis shoes for the same price that most people are paying for one cheap pair and uh they last you know a year or two but like i said i fuck up tennis shoes mm-hmm. but then when i fuck them up i don't feel bad because there was a 20 dollar pair of tennis shoes i'll just go get another fucking 20 dollar pair of tennis shoes true i found out that i could get chucks delivered next day on amazon and that was pretty much game over chucks are solid dude that's a good way to be Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm sitting on like three pairs of trucks right now. So when you're scrolling on Amazon, mm-hmm. you're playing on your phone, and you're laying in bed, laying on the couch, whatever. You ever drop your phone on your face? Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, maybe that's what those fucking pop out things are for, right? So you don't drop your phone on your face. I've yeah. gotten good at like that's... slipping it now. I can like get out of the way. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. You dodge it. Yeah, it just slides off your face, <laughs> bitch. You get me this time. <laughs> But when it connects, dude, it's like around your eye socket. You're like, God, fuck, your nose. And you don't realize how heavy your phone is until it hits you right in the bridge of your nose. Oh, dude, it hurts so bad. Oh, no. Nothing goes over my head. I would catch it. My reflexes are too fast. Something, and, and, yeah, like, dude, if you're laying on the couch playing on your phone, you're going to drop your phone on your face. Just like if you're driving in the car and you drop your phone, it's going to go in the fry hole. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, that shit sucks, too. You ever wear, like, windbreaker pants or pajama pants? This happens also. And, like, oh, you're going yeah. to that, sit the down on the... slide downwards. Uh-huh, and you're going to sit down on the toilet or something, and I'm just like, bloop, right in the toilet. <laughs> oh. Son of a bitch. I haven't had that happen. I was talking more about, like, if you go to get in the car, car? you're wearing pajama yeah. pants or, or uh, like, windbreaker pants or whatever, the pockets angle downwards. So you sit down, and everything just immediately fucking... Mass exodus from the pockets, yeah. dude. I've got That's a just poor planning. That's just bad engineering. I've yeah. got a great story about this. So, um, I, I was going to breakfast, hungover as fuck, maybe a little drunk still. One morning, many years ago, in the years of where there was a pool in the backyard, and um, I went and I got breakfast, and I had on pajama pants and just a t-shirt, and I got back in the car, and as I got in. I went to close the door, and my phone fell at the perfect time out of my pocket into the jam, and I closed my phone in the door, literally as it was falling to the ground. Caught it. Yeah, just smashed the shit out of it, dude. (laughs) Some Con Air shit, dude. (laughs) I was like, what are the fucking odds of that shit? My my favorite's the kick save. Kick save. Kick save. Yeah, kick it across the room. (laughs) Preferably, like, the kitchen. Yeah. So it bounces off the hard floor? No, dude, I'm like rocks outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're I'll in a you're in an asphalt parking lot, you drop your phone and you get like thirty feet across the parking <laughs> yeah. lot. Dude, kids will fuck your phone up too, man. Oh yeah. One place you can't drop your phone is like when you're camping and there's just like jagged rocks everywhere. 
it's toasty. That's a terrible place to camp. Sounds like, dude, camping at camping night in Texas, dude. Camping at night and you drop your phone, you ain't finding that shit till the morning. Mm-hmm. You ain't got a fucking flashlight besides your it. phone. Yeah, <laughs> dude, uh, my kids got me one time with one of those like epic, like it's kind of like the car door. Like, how the fuck do you do that? What are the fucking odds that that happens? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, my one of my kids had my phone. They were playing with it, and I was like, "Be careful with it! Don't drop it! Whatever!" And you know, stay entertained. And um, they were walking, I think, like through through the kitchen in my buddy's house, and um, in the whole house, like there's one bowl of water on the floor for the dogs, right? Like it's like I don't know, ten inches in diameter, you know, like ten inches of water that you could possibly fuck your phone in, yeah. Fucking kid just dropped the phone right in the water bowl. Damn. Like, and not even on purpose. No. I, I was there. I saw this. Definitely like, not on purpose. It like was an fumbled, accident. Yeah, they were passing it. by casually the dog bowl and dropped the phone and somehow, like, swatted at it and it landed in the dog bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, total, like, just what are the fucking odds out of the whole house, anywhere else they could have dropped the phone and they dropped it right in the fucking water. Yeah. That's Murphy's Law, man. Yeah. What's the... Uh, I think it was like a phone or maybe some keys or something like that. And we were, uh, when we were younger, we were at a dock and there was like, it was a keys. Cement, it was keys. And there was a cement wall and then a wooden dock. And there was like maybe three. No, not even. Of- it goes better than that. So the dock went all the way up onto the shore. So there was no way to drop anything into the water except that there was a four by four hole where there was a post and the post was gone. Yeah. So it was a it was a hole in the in the deck. Yep. That was four inches, and they dropped their keys right into that hole. And and what sucked about it is you could look down and you could see them at the bottom of the lake. But the uh. it's like, you know, it's it's right below Mansfield Dam, so the water's like fifty degrees, you know, because it's coming off the bottom of Lake Travis. Yeah. There was no like going in right then to get them. <sighs> And it was deep, you know. It was probably fifteen, twenty feet deep, right yeah, there. Yeah, and the current but, and shit. But you could see them, like they were there. But and knowing, knowing us, it was probably winter, and we were out fishing in the middle of the night. <laughs> uh, he went Ooh. back. He went back and got his keys. He tied a magnet to a to a string and dropped it down there and pulled them back up. Yeah, but he had to go back the next day. Dang, dude, that actually. All right, so that's that could be fun. What's the most fucked up redneck engineering you've seen that actually worked? Ah, uh, oh, I should have studied for this. I've got some good ones. <laughs> Yeah, so I got, I got <laughs> bailing it. wire and bubble gum type shit. I got it. So I was I I have a tundra for a, for a truck at my shop uh-huh. that we just use as like a shop truck for when we need to go pick parts up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the handle on the tailgate broke, and so I was like, you know, it's my job to maintain the truck. So I call Toyota and I'm like, hey, how much for the handle? And they're like, oh, you you need a a whole new tailgate. Oh fuck, how much is a tailgate? And, it was like $500 or $700 or Jesus. something. And I was like, dude, fuck that. So I ripped the, the plastic cover off of the top edge of the tailgate, and there's holes there. Dropped the tailgate, took all the screws out, saw the mechanism you know, that opens it or whatever, and I ran a zip tie into it, wrapped it around that, and then ran it out that hole on the top, and then electrical taped it like around that hole so you can't lose the zip tie you know, mm-hmm. and then put it all back together. So And it still works. To this day, it's like that. You grab the zip tie, and you unlatch the the truck opens right up nice so uh i got a truck one i had a truck where the ac thing was not blowing and so when people get in the car i'd turn on the ac and they'd be like it's fucking hot because it's texas you know yeah and i'd be like the ac's not blowing and i'd have to tell the passenger just 
kick your feet into the bottom of the truck underneath the dashboard and if you kicked it it would turn on and it would spin i was i was one of the passengers <laughs> actually saw this actually work i know he's not bullshitting because there was a time where he was like no just just kick under the dash and i was like all right and whap 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 got air yeah and the air came <laughs> that's not the one i had in mind though one of the most redneck things uh, that i've seen a y'all some of y'all were here for this too um i was uh having to move and it was uh, from a house that the bank then owned at the point of which I was moving. So it wasn't really going to hurt anybody. So it was kind of like, fuck it, leave anything you don't want. Like, don't worry about cleaning it up. And there was a boat in the yard that had uh, that was broken. Boat was no good. Boat's no good at this point. But the trailer was, was solid. And, uh, and Blake decided he wanted the fucking trailer. But we didn't really want the boat. And so uh, we tied a ratchet <laughs> strap around a tree. And fucking unhooked the boat from the trailer and then just drove off and dropped the boat in the fucking front yard. <laughs> and then we had a fucking trailer. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, had a, I had a truck where the, the taillight was kind of fucky. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just like a loose connection or something, but I just hadn't fixed it yet, you know? And so you would have to like... I, anyway, so I'm driving down the road. It's late at night. Um... I was drunk, got pulled over. Cop is like, hey, I pulled you over because your taillight's out. And I was like, no, no, no. Uh, it's just a loose connection. Like, it'll come right back on. And he was like, well, if you can make it come back on, I'll let you go. So I got out and I walked around and I do no shit. First, first time I walked up and I hit it with the back of my fist and it turned on. And he was like, all right, cool. See you later. And I got in the truck and drove away. Dang. <laughs> Dodged a bullet. Boom. Dang. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh I don't know. I first thing that comes to mind is I have a, a bungee cord that's holding my front bumper on right now. <laughs> that's pretty good, and it's been at work for fuck like eight months, nine months. It's it's there. Yeah, it's doing its job. I've def I've definitely used chicken wire to tie somebody's hood down so it wouldn't Actually, fly up. No, it's a lot longer <laughs> than that. Because let's see, I I crashed my car about two years ago, and. The it bungee's was, still holding. Yeah, it was about three months after that I put the bungee on it. I've used uh, I've used a wood screw for, for body work before. Nice. I've done that. <laughs> like a wood screw. I've absolutely uh, done that. So the the car had been crashed and redone. So there was like fiberglass behind it, but the bumper front bumper was like kinda like slipping, you know? And it and it kept like falling down and I would try and like wedge it back up and then it would just slide down again. Anyway, so I finally like Went out there, lifted it up. I drilled a hole in the in the bumper part of it, the fight, you know, into the front part of it. Right. And uh, a little tiny pilot hole into the back. And then I took a bigger uh, drill bit and just countersunk, like you know, just a little bit, made the hole in the bumper a little bit bigger. So then I took a wood screw and ran it through the bumper and into the fiberglass behind it. And so the the head of the screw was flush with the the body of the car, right? Mm -hmm. And then I took a black paint pen and, and painted the screw so you couldn't even see it. So it's a wood screw holding the, <laughs> the bumper on. I've done some shit like that for sure. What I, what I kind of want to hear about, though, is I know at least one person in this room <clears throat> has strapped a lawnmower engine to a bicycle. I want to hear that kind of shit. Uh, no, so I, it wasn't a lawnmower engine. It was a, uh, it was a weed eater engine. <laughs> okay. And... The thing that you don't think about when you're like, this is a good idea, is a weed eater, it, it, didn't, it didn't have any kind of clutch. So you had to, 
you had to pick the back tire of the bike is what was connected to the the motor right um you had to pick the back tire up and then you pull the cord and it would start and that back tire would slowly start spinning yeah and it didn't have a whole lot of torque so you have to like set it down and walk with it and then jump on and it would bog down and barely go but once you started like putting on it and going it would pick up speed and pick up speed and go faster and fast pretty soon you're hauling ass around with this weed eater two-stroke weed eater like going <laughs> and dude it it worked that's awesome it didn't have any throttle like it didn't have it just <laughs> it's just full full yeah full send all the time uh-huh yeah it's basically just helping you power it it was it was cool nice i like it it's creative let's uh let's take another shot yeah i need to I need to talk about this bottom self bottom shelf bullshit it's a fucking tongue twister man here, hand me that shot glass. Dick. No. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I intentionally set my shot glass on... Oh, I have one more. I have one more. Before we get into talking about this bottle. So, I was hanging a light fixture in my garage. It's right above us right now. Uh, the shot glass over there. Let's see. So, I'm hanging a light fixture that I found on the side of the road. And I was like, oh, that's a nice light fixture. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm hanging it up and I realize it doesn't have any, any, uh, like the hardware that mounts it to the, the junction box in the ceiling uh-huh. is gone. So again, wood screw time, right? But the problem is the light fixture, the hole in the light fixture was bigger than the wood screw that I had to, to run up there to hold it up. Mm-hmm. So I would screw the wood screw in and the light fixture would still just fall and be hanging by the wires. And that's no good. So what I did is I took a bottle cap that I found laying on the floor. I used the hammer and the wood screw that I'm using to mount the fixture and hammered a, a hole into the bottle cap and then used the bottle cap like a washer. So if you look at that light fixture right there, in the very middle of it is not a, a decorative piece for the that came with the light fixture. It's a beer bottle cap. Nice. I can dig it. Uh, very creative. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's redneck ingenuity. That's redneck ingenuity at its finest because not only are you using something for something it wasn't intended to be used for, but it's also like, you know, beer bottle alcoholic tendencies. Like, yeah, what do I have? Uh, it's like, well, we got a we got a broken beer bottle, and you're like, oh, I can use that. That'll yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Give me the cap. Give me the cap off that thing. We'll make this work. All right, let's drink this black velvet again. Ooh, boy. Ooh. Cheers, homie. Toss. Dude, I don't really have a problem with the way black velvet goes down. I have a problem with the way it treats you tomorrow. The aftertaste is pretty shitty. Oh, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I don't have an issue with the way it goes down. It went down smooth, but the taste it left in my mouth is pretty fucking awful. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> so... Because professionals have standards, and we are, if nothing else, professional. Oh, for sure. Uh, let's talk about last week. What uh, what was the hangover like? Uh, what did we drink last week? It was... Uh, I kept wanting to say JTS Brown, but that's not it. It's the other, other one like that. Dude, I will say... T.W. Samuels. T.W. Yeah. Samuels. And I will say that, um, honestly, the hangover wasn't bad at all. Yeah, actually, no, I, I didn't have too much of a hangover. Yeah, I will I, say I the was drunkenness was kind of weak, though. Yeah. Well, also it was not great. So I'm not. Did we even finish the whole bottle? 
I don't think so. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that might account for some of why the hangover wasn't so bad. True, true. All right, so let's look at this black velvet bottle. It says imported black velvet, uh, blended Canadian whiskey, blended at birth, distilled, and aged three years in oak under the supervision of the Canadian government. Huh. So what's important here Yikes. is that it's Canadian. Yeah, that's why the hangover sucks for that a sweet. Canadian After perfecting, oh, it says age three years. <clears throat> After perfecting his recipe and maturing the distinct blend in oak barrels, master distiller Jack Napier, oh, he's French too, of Ooh. course, drew a glass. Uh, reveling in the taste, he pronounced it black velvet, epitomizing the sm- this smoothness of blend blended Canadian whiskeys. Yeah, that's pretty uh, elaborate way of describing this. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so. I'm going to try and remove myself from my last experience with Black Velvet, because that was unfortunate, unfortunate to say the least. (laughs) Uh, Sweetness. It's sweet. Yeah, I'd give it about a three. Yep. It's not, it's not like, oh, fuck me, that's pure sugar in a bottle sweet, but it is, it's sweet. Crunch. I'm going to give it a three also. I don't think it has that much crunch. I think it's pretty crunchy. I don't. I really don't. I think it's honestly pretty smooth which is kind of fucked off i go with chop on this one i'm gonna give it about a two bite again i give it about a two so the bite though it sneaks up on you afterwards well and it's dude it's not so much that it's harsh it's just it's not just kind of good dude yeah Yeah. well see i attributed that to crunch i'm like oh that's crunchy on the tail end Nah, for me, crunch is when it's it's grainy in your mouth. You can feel that it's, like, granular almost. And dry. Dry, yeah. Uh, we Bottle. Don't have a, we don't have a, a metric for taste, and this just kind of tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the combination of sweetness, bite, and crunch adds up to not good. Not good taste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the bottle's pretty whack. Yeah, it's a bottom shelf bottle. It's basic. It mm. is glass. That's it's glass. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, all right. So like, we can talk shit, but I do. I will. I will say I do like the shape. It's not anything like spectacular or new, but it's not like a bad shape. It's not. It's not all wonky and janky. Like it's got a. It's got a design. It's a better it. bottle than last week's. Yeah. Yeah. What do you give it? I give it two, two and a half. Two. Yep. Right there. Uh, where does it fall in the uh, under twenty? <clears throat> oh, it's well in that range. <laughs> what, no, for two bottles, or <laughs> no? I mean, where do you rate it in the uh, in the contest of the under twenty so, bottles? So okay, how about this? Let's let's use uh, uh, T W Samuels and Ancient Age, the other two bottom shelves that we've drank on this show. Trying to separate myself from the last epidemic that happened whenever I drank Black Velvet. Uh, I would say it, it is better. I think it's better than Ancient Age. Yeah. Um, I think I probably like that that T.W. Samuels better. I think this is easier to drink. Uh, T.W. Samuels didn't treat me that bad, though. T.W. Samuels didn't treat me that bad, and it didn't quite taste as much like shit. Mm-hmm. But this is pretty easy to get down. Like, Yeah, it did go down smooth. I will say that. Yeah, this is. Uh, uh, we haven't had it on the show, so I, I, it's hard to, you know, throw it in the mix. But it's it's a worse version of R and R. Yeah, 
R and R is definitely better. Agreed, a hundred percent. We'll have R- to get that one on the show. Maybe yeah. next week. R and R is a, <laughs> a better bottom shelf Canadian whiskey. Are we opening ourselves to the foreign whiskeys now? Yeah, we have. We've done Scotch, and we've done at least one Irish whiskey. I think. Have we? I know uh, we've done another Canadian. I know we did another Canadian. I don't. I didn't know we'd cross the Irish border. We definitely done Scotch though. That uh, yeah, yeah, we did Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. Did we do? Did we do really Jameson? Like? We didn't. Not done Jameson, no. huh. dude. And well, if that's you bring a over and a half too. Yeah, dude. Nah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Jameson. Yeah, you drink a little bit of that stuff and you're hungover for sure. Yep. Well, I'm excited for next week when we're going to review the hangover from this motherfucker. No, nah, next week next week we're going to drink something good. Dickle. Well, I won't, but, you know. You're going to be drinking Black Velvet. Mm-hmm. Yuck. No, I'll, I'll find R&R. <laughs> That'll be better. R&R is better. Does some R&R and Sprite. It's good shit. For sure. Uh, I had some decent Canadian whiskey uh, out of my dad's place not too long ago. But fucking, uh, so my dad has a has a farm, right? And he's got a fuck ton of farm animals. They're yeah. everywhere. And they've, like, invaded the house at this point. Yeah, like, I've worked for him. It's fucking wild out there. You can't get, you can't <laughs> get away with, with it. Like, he's got, like, fucking 80 goats and, like, 120 chickens. <laughs> Dude, it's it's ridiculous. A couple of pigs and hogs and shit. Dude, and they shit man. everywhere it's in the house. Fucking crazy! But I, I was out there. And <laughs> they have an open door policy with he, all of the farm animals. He had some. He had some R and R. You know, not great Canadian whiskey, but it was good enough to drink that night. But we were hanging out out back, dude. And like I said, there's fucking farm animals everywhere. And I'm a smoker, so I've got my cigarettes like sitting there <laughs> on the table, thinking we're cool. Wait, so I, I, hold on. I'm imagining a, a house where the policy is. The farm animals are allowed in the house. The smokers have to go outside to smoke. Yeah. You don't have to go outside, but I'm kind of like... <laughs> you can Condition actually, to it now? Yeah, yeah, at this point. It's like, weird to smoke inside? Yeah, like I barely smoke in my own house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm out, we're outside chilling and drinking. The fucking goats eat my goddamn cigarettes. <laughs> Dude, that's no fucking bullshit. All right, so I was saying that I, I had worked for uh, your dad before, and... I was helping him build a barn. I think you were there for some of this, but I was helping him build a barn, and uh, he has a golf cart. Yeah. So we're, and he has a little, like, trailer that hooks up to the bo- the golf cart. It's got a little, like, trailer hitch. And you just, like, think a wagon, rather. And you hook the wagon handle over the, the hitch. And you drag a wagon around. So we go uh, drag a bunch of fucking, you know, nails and wood and shit out there and uh, into the, like, pasture, basically. We're, we're trying to build a barn, and I leave my cigarettes in the cup holder of the golf cart. And as soon as you park the motherfucker, the ghosts start jumping in the fucking golf cart and, like, prancing around on the seats and shit because they're fucking assholes. And, uh, you know, I don't really think much of it, but, yeah, same shit, dude. I came back and they fucking... No, that's normal. Goats climbing all over the furniture. That's totally normal. Yeah. So they ate the fucking cigarettes out of the cup holder of the fucking golf cart. (laughs) Yeah. And and the thing, you're... Okay, so obviously you're at a farm, right? Mm -hmm. And you know where farms are? In the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. It's like a 30-minute drive to the <laughs> goddamn gas station. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's, it's go, goats are assholes. Dude, but worse, uh, for me, out of, out of all of them, chickens. I really hate chickens and geese and shit. I don't mind chickens, man. Dude, birds piss me off. Chickens are gross. You know what pisses me off is ducks. Yeah. Birds. <laughs> Why? All, all, ducks? Of, all of the <laughs> ducks birds Ducks are so shitty, off. dude. <laughs> all right, so imagine a chicken, but then it's it like lives in water, right? 
So it shits everywhere, but then it's also muddy all the time. So like you can't tell the difference between the shit and the mud. The shit so, is the mud. Yeah, they it's, piss it's both. even if there's not water on the ground. They piss and shit. So and the shit's like liquid too. If you know anything Man. about birds, yeah, all over the ground. So what wasn't muddy is now fucking shit piss muddy. Yeah. Like, so they just shit, piss everywhere, and then get muddy, and then like roll that shit across the ground, and you just like try to go out there and like give them some more water, and they fucking swarm you covered in shit and piss and mud, because they're fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of birds, but god, <laughs> goddamn rabbits are Satan incarnate. Yeah, dude, rabbits are, rabbits are fuck. They'll bite the shit out of you, dude. They're pure fucking evil. Rabbits they, will have a a. a I don't know what it's called. Not a litter. Like a birthing of rabbits. I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's a uh, litter. A litter of rabbits. We'll call it that. All right. And then they'll like eat them. All of them. <laughs> like the mom will just be <laughs> hungry eat and eat all the fucking babies. children. Even if they're not hungry. Like they just fucking do it. Like what? You eat their own kids. Dude. Yeah. And, they, and they're fucking mean. The reason that they're so quote unquote cute. Right. Is because if they weren't like we would have made them extinct a long time ago. Yeah. Like, the only reason they still exist is because they're quote-unquote cute. Well, like, you can eat them. You can eat rabbits. But they're, yeah. yeah, you can. They make good soup. We'd be done with rabbits, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, they would be fucking extinct if they didn't look like they did. If they look like fucking pigs and didn't taste like bacon, no, they're done. Like, they're not going to fucking make it, bro. Dude, what about pigs? Dude, pigs are smart. Pigs are, pigs are smart as dogs. Pigs will eat anything man uh i don't dig on swine dude i had a pig in high school and you could i could take baling wire and twist the baling wire to keep the gate closed and the pig would untwist it yeah the baling wire. i had to like tie it in a knot and then wrap it around the other side and tie it in a knot again so that he couldn't get to it dang and the hope wasn't like i i had zero hope that he wouldn't ever figure this out right the hope was that by the time he figures this out i'll be back again tomorrow and i'll tie it all back up again Pigs are smart, and they're made out of rhinoceros skin. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker, yeah. dude. I've seen, I've seen somebody unload bowling a clip. balls. I've yeah. seen somebody unload a clip into a fucking pig, and the pig still treat him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Has anybody else tried to like tried to chase a greased pig? Mm-mm. Dude, I have. <laughs> oh, fuck. It was fucking hilarious. I dude. have a lot of questions. I was so I was like, probably who greased the pig? The <laughs> the owner. Why? <laughs> Because it was a bunch of kids, and they were basically turned them loose in a pigsty, and were like, "Catch the pig," and kept it's the kids entertained for like this game that people play. This is inside. why we have coronavirus, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was probably like eleven, and I was like the oldest kid, right? So they grease this pig, and they fucking it's pot belly pig, and they set it loose in the pigsty, and they were just like, "Catch the pig, kids," and shut like twelve kids in the fucking pigsty with all the fucking. The, uh, you know, shit and... That sounds funny. Sounds like fun. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. For everybody dude. watching. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm sure the adults had a better time than the kids did. But, dude, I don't know. It was pretty fucking fun. I, I, I gave it a solid 70 seconds before I was like, oh, I get it. This is fucking stupid. Dude, I don't know I'm if... I'm the ass of this joke. Yeah. I don't know if the adults or the kids have a better time because... So, uh, when I was growing up, and still to this day, uh, I attend a, a very small rodeo every year. I'm talking small town, fucking three hours from anything, middle of nowhere, and it's a, it's a rodeo that happens every year. Mm-hmm. And I, I tend to make it most years to this thing. When I was a kid, they would... Uh, they would do a calf scramble and they would take a bunch of cows and tie a tag like have a tag in their ear 
basically. Like two of two of the cows would have a tag in their ear, right? And then they'd set loose this herd of little fucking calves, and then they'd set loose this herd of fucking kids, and whoever got the tag would win like a hundred bucks or something, right? And that sounds I, dangerous. I remember being a little fucking kid, and that shit was fun. And yeah. Also, they are hard to catch. Yeah. And they'll run you the fuck over. Dude. But see, that's why, and that's why I want to go back. That's why goats are so much fun, mm-hmm. because uh, most animals try to evade people. Like they try to stay away from people. Goats will like get right up in your personal space. Goats don't give a fuck. They'll try to evade you, but they'll also just like headbutt you. <laughs> yeah, unexpectedly. So I want to finish though, because still to this day, like I did that as a kid, but still to this day, I go to this rodeo, and now I take my kids. And like within the last year or two, like I've taken my kids, and I watched them get fucked up by little calves and cow, <laughs> and uh, they had a blast, dude. But as a parent, I had fun watching it too. So like the adults have a good time too like it was really fun to watch this cows fuck up all those little kids it's kind of funny like yeah i know people think that it's wrong but like watching little kids fall down and shit is funny <laughs> as long as it's not your kid right well even if it's your kid like it's <laughs> you know what it is it's it's the the first one right like you have the first one and then you're so overprotective because like you realize that your whole goal in life is to make sure that this little fucking human being doesn't kill itself then you, you know get seven I mean? kids in, and you're just kind of like, eh, fuck it. Dude, you don't even got to get seven. You don't. And, and I mean, every every family that I know that has multiple children has this thing go on, right? Like the first kid you, around the house when they're all grown up, like it's all pictures of the first kid. And like, dude, you stop. Like, yeah, you don't take pictures and you don't follow them around because you realize how how uh, resilient uh, resilient they are. Yeah, yeah. And so like, you you realize like, nah, he's gonna actually have to try to kill himself, like. I don't have to like try and protect him from all this shit. Now he's gonna fall down, and I'm gonna laugh at him and tell him he's all right. And then like when he is like okay and runs off, then I'll be like, damn, he kind of fucked himself up on that one. <laughs> I want to bounce back to goats though, because that is some fucking, that's some wild Dude, shit. goats. Go- we used to joke that goats are like the bachelors of of the animal kingdom, like because they, they just, just do whatever, whatever the fuck, fuck they want. Goats are like, like. They have hooves, and you're like, oh, that goat can't climb a tree. A goat can Shit. climb a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how it works, but they do. Goats. I think I've joked about it on the show before, but, like, there's no way to contain goats. Like, no. what, what are you, you're going to build a wooden fence? They're going to climb that shit. You're going to build a fucking... Uh, chain link fence? Chain link They're going to eat it. Yeah. You're going to build a fucking, uh, like, a, a rodeo pen where it's got, like, you know, bars across it or whatever. They're going to headbutt the shit out of it until it bends, <laughs> and then they're going to jump through the cracks in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goats only have two moves, but they're pretty overpowered. Yeah, yeah. they've got they've got headbutt it, and they've got eat it, dude. They can if, jump. They can jump like a motherfucker, dude. and they'll do one and then the other, and then if if neither of them work, they'll go back to the first one, and then the second like they headbutt it, and they're like, oh, that didn't work. So then they eat it, and they're like, oh, that didn't work, and then they headbutt it again, and they're like, oh, okay, cool, we're through, dude. Worst case scenario, they figure out how to get on the roof of the house and just go around the fence. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it dude, it's wild. And you're can, like, they oh, can jump. Goats, you know, they, they can't eat beer cans, right? No, they, they're like, fuck you, dude. I do whatever I want. I'm going to eat beer cans and climb trees. Uh-huh. Get on top of roofs and shit. Yeah, and dude, then they that's eat the shingles. wildest shit, dude. I, I've, been I've, your, I've been at your dad's house one time, and there is no easy... Like, I could not get on the roof. Without and, some kind of fucking like, ladder. ladder or yeah. Something. yeah. Or a helicopter. And then you just show up, and there's a goat and a chicken, like... Staring each other down on the roof. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's no bullshit, dude. I've seen that, too. I've yeah, seen dude. that too, for sure. Dude, you got to think, though. Yeah, mountain goats, man. Have you ever discovered a channel on mountain goats? 
Dude. Oh yeah, that shit's wild. Yeah, dude. yeah, they they're better rock climbers than like the rocks fuck. are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for dude. real. Yeah. There's creatures out there that have like posable thumbs and shit, and they mm-hmm. can't climb like fucking mountain goats, man. They can't even walk through the fucking jungle without tearing shit up. But then the goats are just like, oh, I got this. Yeah, I'll walk on fucking two centimeters of fucking dude. It's it's gnarly rock cliff bullshit. And yeah. they play that game where they're like. Like okay, you take a you take a dog house, right? And you put it in the middle of a goat pen, mm-hmm. and a goat's like, "Fuck you, other goats! I'm on top of the dog house." Yeah. And then another goat's like, "No, nah, fuck you, dude!" And he jumps they up there King to like, hill. and King they play the King of the Hill the whole time, <laughs> yeah. knocking each other off the top of the dog house. Dude, my dad my dad had a goat that was uh, special one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not real, not real bright, and this it was a pretty cool goat. It was a pretty big goat actually. Yeah. Um, but man, he would spend his days. He would just find a wall and just spend his days just running his head in the wall all day long, just bam. We had bam. a goat. We had a goat at the ag barn when I was in high school that was completely blind. And dude, uh, fuck me, right? Kids are assholes. But uh, the goat knew his way around the the ag barn because he, he that's where he lived. You know, he he retired. He was a show goat. He was a re- like a really nice goat, but he somehow he went blind and just lived there. So he's this old ass goat, and he had balls that damn near drug the ground. You think his grandma goat like warned him, like quit doing that shit or you'll go blind. So it's already <laughs> funny because this blind goat has this he- these huge balls, you know. But you take him and you grab him by the horns, and he doesn't know what the fuck, you know. And you spin him in circles <laughs> until like you're dizzy, and then you let him go, and he has no fucking idea where he is, and he would stand there and rah, rah, like. <laughs> Dude, you're horrible. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. I mean, we didn't hurt him. It was just funny. Blake, <laughs> 50 years from now. Dude, when you go blind. This old I'm guy, like, he was walking around. We'd grab him by his balls, and he was <laughs> lay on the ground. And <laughs> When you go blind, I'm totally going to move random shit around your house when you're not paying attention. Grab him by the balls. <laughs> his name was Scooter. He was a cool goat. Dude, you're going to get out of the shower and, like, fucking brush your teeth with hair gel or something. <laughs> Dude, there was so one real. time that you're uh, at your dad's place, so it was the same shit, but uh, I was trying to catch a goat, and he had some feigning goats, right? And they're supposed to be pretty easy to catch, right? <laughs> you fucking run up on him. And they just fucking Fall pass out, over. and you grab them. Uh, this particular feigning goat didn't like to faint so much. Uh so I was chasing them around, and they're dude, they're fast as fuck, dude. They're faster than I am. For they're sure. hard to catch, and even if you do get your hands on them, you better have a strong grip because they'll mm-hmm. run right through you. So this one goat took off running, and I was wearing a, a cowboy hat, and I fucking he's running this way, and I'm running like uh, perpendicular okay. to it, and I, so I'm running at where he's gonna be, <clears throat> and I took my hat off and I threw it at him, thinking like, all right, it's, it's either gonna scare him and he'll pass out, or he'll jump. And so I threw it at him, and he jumped, and I'm full, like, freight train trucking this way. And he jumps, and I fucking ran through him and caught him like a football and just squeezed the shit out of him. And, uh, and he's freaking out, squirming all over the place. And, dude, I fucking it and held on to him. Dude, it was the it was the gnarliest shit, dude. Yeah, dude, chasing it. So, oh. Like, one of my least favorite things to do with chickens, for anybody that's ever been around people who raise chickens, one thing you know is that, well, chickens can kind of fucking fly, enough to where you can't contain them. A little bit, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, in order to contain the chickens, what you have to do is is catch them, 
and then you got to clip some of their wings so that they can't fucking take off and get out of their containment, right? Mm -hmm. And so my dad, like I said, about 120 fucking chickens. And the day that you got to clip the wings is the day that you got to catch all the fucking chickens. Mm -hmm. Dude, I would rather get hit by a bus than chase fucking chickens it makes it you feel dumb sucks so fucking bad they're fast they can kind of fly dude i hit the ground so many times i was covered in muck and shit from chasing chickens this day <laughs> and then and then when you do catch them they like fucking scratch and peck at you and shit mm-hmm. fucking assholes yeah chickens are assholes what I about geese i think Geese are worse, dude. Geese are gnarly. We've definitely talked about geese on the show. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we're skipping out on something important. What about eating these farm animals? Oh, dude, I'll eat any of them. No, 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 but, you know, these sound like pets, right? People aren't eating these. these no, animals. we definitely eat I've them. Eaten some of them yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Because they're different, man. Not when so much the goats, but, yeah, definitely the geese and the chickens. When and you the, eat them from like the from the home, pigs. <laughs> the pigs, it's different than like store-bought stuff. It's crazy. I definitely have sausage in my freezer that has a pet name on it because that was one of the pigs. Hell yeah. <laughs> Alright, what about the quintessential farm animal? No, I got, I, got, I got a question though. Back to geese. I know we talked about this, but I don't remember the answer. Would you rather fight one rhino-sized goose or three geese-sized rhinos? Well, a, a goose-sized rhino is a goat, right? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be the same same tactics, except with a horn. I feel like I could jump up and like just squash the rhino in the back of the neck. But right, but not nah, goats. Goats have goats have like dog skin and fur. They got a hard head. Yeah, but, but they like, headbutt you, and I feel like that's the rhino's tactic too. Yeah, but when the rhino headbutts you, he's got the horn. I'm taking the little ones. I'm, I'm just calling it right now. <laughs> yeah, because a, uh, a, a, a goose-sized goose is, is pretty intimidating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking rhino-sized goose is pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, that you're going to lose that fight. That would destroy a city. That's an ostrich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. No, it's it's like giant. But bigger. Uh, yeah. But like four of them. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no, let's talk about the quintessential farm animal. Uh, horses. Dude, fuck horses. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Dude, I'm on the fuck horse. Like, dude, I, I, I've never much, been interested man. in horses. Like, I like horses, man. They're you're, too much. You're a dog person, and it's unfortunate that you didn't spend enough time around horses to realize that they're just fucking 1,500-pound doggos. Mm-hmm. Because they are 1,500-pound doggos. Dude, I've had my foot stepped on by a, by a pig, and that's way more intense than you would think it is. Uh, I've had my foot stepped on by a cow. That's pretty insane. Dude, I've had a cow take me fucking out. And I think a, I think a horse is the, the, the upper echelon of, I'm going to stomp the shit out of you, and whatever I stomp on is Dude, a horse will fuck you up. Fucking hamburger you meat. Uh, I have a... I call her my aunt. It's one of my mom's really good friends. Um, she had two retired polo horses. So big fucking horses. Yeah. Uh, and... Not on purpose, not aggravated, not fucking kicking or doing anything. They were, she was feeding them in the stall, and one of them just like sidestepped or something and stepped on the back of her leg, and it split her from like the fucking right below yeah. the knee down through Took her. Took her whole shit off her. Yeah. Calf, dude, so bad. Yeah, no, like, and, but accidents happen. But I'll tell you this fucking, I was laying in bed last night, and I got some giant fucking doggos, some wolves. And uh, they jumped up in the bed, and the bigger one just jumped right on my balls. 
It didn't hurt like a son of a bitch. Yeah, I love my doggo. My doggo fucking hurts me sometimes. Yeah, but a horse can just like like he's talking about. It can accidentally do something and you're done. You gotta yeah. have you gotta fuck. You learn to have a healthy respect for the animals, man, mm-hmm. and that's how it goes. Like you have a healthy respect for it and you minimize the the accidents. The reality is is that they are giant fucking doggos, man. Those horses are are fucking glorious glorious creatures if it wasn't for horses we might not have motorcycles man true i don't know i'm scared of horses <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just dude you haven't spent enough time around them it, but at least you have a healthy respect for them though like that's way better than being like i'm not scared of horses and being an asshole to a horse and then they then kick you, you in the fucking chest and you fucking deserve it you know you're done you're and, done at that point and you fucking deserve it like no you have to have a healthy respect for them and like so i i worked on a i'm I worked on a horse ranch for like a year one time and fucking rode horses two, three times a week at least. You know what I mean? Helped break horses, learn how to shoe them, like did all the things. You know what I mean? And, um, dude, you can get hurt. Like they're big fucking powerful creatures and you can get hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's dude, it's yeah, it's kind of gnarly. And they bite. Dude, a horse will bite you. Yeah. I knew a lady who had like the whole, top of her ear bitten off and it was just a straight edge yeah just like what the hell you know yeah <laughs> yeah i'm scared a horse of bit my ear fuck uh, I, I guess maybe i should clarify I, I don't mean fuck horses like i wish they didn't exist i just mean for me i nah fuck horses like i'm not a horse guy i'm not i don't need to be around horses yeah it's not something that i'm into i've also yeah i've seen horror stories of people with like their face mangled because they got mauled by a pit bull and i live with a pit bull currently and they're the it's the sweetest fucking dog I've ever met, you know? I fell off a horse one time and got fucked up, like, pretty bad fucked up. Like, fucking six months, I couldn't really move very much fucked up. And, mm-hmm. uh, dude, it took me a long time to get back on, but I'm glad I did because it reminded me, like, why? I don't know. Why? They're beautiful creatures, man. To yeah. me, they're to me they're beautiful creatures. Uh, they're right, right there with dogs, but more majestic, even. Mm-hmm. And, dude... Dude, you can look at a horses can cause like, man, I don't know. I know Chop knows what I'm talking about. You can look a horse in the eyes and it'll make you cry. I know he knows <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's, it's I do, but you're, uh, you're kind of a pussy. So yeah, fuck you too. Don't forget. whiskey and whispers. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget rule number one. Don't be a pussy. Rule number two, shut the fuck up. By the way, the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, there's a link to our Patreon account. We'll pledge you starting with just $1. At whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com, you can find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen. iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, and your favorite podcasting apps. And there are links to our live feeds on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, that's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. We have new episodes every Monday. We'll see you next week.